Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students of the Upper School, continuing in our ongoing series with our alumni. I am joined by the most recent alum ever to be on the podcast, the only member of the class of 2023 to be on the podcast. Hold your applause. Please welcome Tanner Blackington. Thank you very much, Mr. Siciliano. It it's, is an honor to be here. No, it's an honor to have you here. Uh, I mean, I, I think... We just had a tearful goodbye like three weeks ago, <laughs> and here we are. So, but it's really good to have you back. Uh, this place is going to miss you. Um, so, but just to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit? Tell us. I mean, you know, I already know everything about you, yeah, but true. tell tell the audience a little about uh, when you started at Santa Fe, what you're involved in here, and where you're headed. Okay, can do. Well, I started off in third grade, long, long time ago, mm-hmm. um, at SFC, and I've been going here ever since. Um, I would say kind of what defined my SFC experience was mostly my high school experience, actually, though, um, because that's really when I'd say extracurriculars really took a forward seat in my life, mm-hmm. and I started really getting involved with things that I hadn't got involved in before. Um, And it's really what kind of propelled me to be the man of God that I am today to kind of um, become the social butterfly that you now see me as, (laughs) which I promise you I was not. Oh, no, I remember. I'm sure you do, (laughs) which is actually surprising because not most most people don't. Uh, They're like, when would you come here? Sophomore year, I think. (laughs) I like, love it. I love sure, it. man. <laughs> I remember those freshman football days. Mm-hmm. So, but I want I want to get to that. So, so you. One of my favorite things about your story is that um, I think it's fair to say your high school journey looked completely different than you expected it would. Completely. Okay. So, talk about that. Like, what? I mean, let's let's get the elephant out of the room. Probably it was drama and yeah, theater that was a big so. turning point for you, right? So, so yeah. talk a little bit about about how you got into that, and then the roles that you had and that part of your experience. All right. So drama was actually something that, believe it or not, came completely out of left field for me. It was not something I was considering doing at all before high school. I had dabbled in a show or two in lower school, middle school, but I had always been put as like tree number three. You know, it just, it clearly was not my calling. But the third tree is generally the best tree. (laughs) That's true. That's true. It's usually like standard tree, a little weird tree, funny tree. That's what my mom would say too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, She's right. She's a wise woman. Um, But yeah, theater just didn't, did not seem like something I wanted to do. It, like, especially as a freshman football player, if you yeah. told me I was doing theater that very very year that I was doing the uh, spring musical, I would have thought you were crazy. Like, I, I did not see that coming at all. Um, but that's one of the beautiful things about SFC is I think a lot of people have that story. I mean, you saw how many SFC football guys have done the shows awesome. and have killed it. It's awesome. It's one of my favorite things. It's it's incredible. Um, And that was kind of my experience, you know. I had met, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you do, Claire Bassett. Oh, come um, on. That what nanny extraordinaire. At our <laughs> right? House. She's so, what an incredible yeah, soul. Yeah. But uh, I met her at a football game uh, while I was watching the varsity players. And we had just got talking and I found out that she does theater. And she encouraged me, practically begged me <laughs> to audition for the spring musical. Um, 
And so on the very last day that I could, I did. And I sang In Summer from Frozen, um, which was Is there a, a video of that somewhere? I hope oh, not. I hope so. I hope not, because that was not great. It got you in. It did. It did. It somehow did. Um, yeah, bless, bless Mr. Corsaro for that one. But yeah, it was, it was a travesty for sure. But um, just after that experience, I met so many lovely people, um, not just Claire, but so many people who just took me in as family, uh, notably Corsaro himself, and I immediately fell in love. It was one of the best things to happen to me, I would say, because I can mark that day that I auditioned for um, Bye Bye Birdie as kind of the day that things really started to change for Mm -hmm. like my outlook on life, my outlook on myself, my confidence, um, and just propelled me into who I am today. Um, so I haven't missed a show since. Yeah. Not one. I love it. And I want to, I want to talk more about all of that because there's, there's so much to unpack there. Oh yeah. Um, before we get too far in, I mean, just sort of as a way of introduction, I'd like to share one of my favorite Tanner Black emails. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't really get your, your permission, but this is an email from, uh, October 31st, 2022. Um, it's what I refer to as the great parking lot incident. Of oh, 2022. No. <laughs> so if, if memory serves me, this is like, um, right before the fall show opened, like during tech week, I think yes. maybe two days before. Yes. <laughs> and right. so you were very stressed out. So I got this email at three forty-five. Hey, Mr. Siciliano, I was leaving school today, and I stupidly shifted into reverse and not drive, and without thinking, hit the pedal, causing me to veer backwards into the pole behind me. Luckily, the damage is minimal. No other cars were hit but mine, and even that damage is small. But the pole is bent (laughs) pretty severely. (laughs) I will send photos, but I wanted to let you know, and I am prepared to do what's necessary to make it right. I am really sorry for this. It was really stupid of me, and I honestly don't know how I did this. Please let me know what I need to do to correct it. Wow. I mean, what does that bring back for you? Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I had almost purged that memory from well, my mind. Well, that's my job is completely forgot to make sure you it, never forget. Now it's back. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, okay, honest question. Like, a lot of kids wouldn't have written that. A lot of kids would have driven away and, and been like, you know, that maybe they won't know it's me. Right. Perhaps. And you, this is, I mean, the 345 school ends at 310. <laughs> right. I mean, you didn't waste a lot of time. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I appreciate it. What yeah. can I say? No one backs into a pole like me. I mean, I, I, you did quite a number on it. It's, I, <laughs> I think know. it's still a little bent, by I, the way. Did you? So. I took a photo of the, the incident <laughs> and um brooklyn briscoe was parked right behind me and i have a photo where you just see the pole the pole <laughs> as it goes from here to like completely slanted back and uh, it's her truck bed and i promise you there it's, is it's a mar- it's a tight margin much, yeah <laughs> that much space it's, between me and her truck it was a tight margin well i i mean i have to tell you you know it's one of those things like with students you know you like we can't laugh in front of you about it because it's like a we don't want to hurt your feelings b like what an amazing example of accountability and you know it is technically damaging school property and yes. so we're like okay how what's not the, technically what? it just yeah. is but so you like, don't have to be well, easy I mean, on me but let's be honest like i don't know what purpose that 
that pole surfs. <laughs> I think that pole, it used to have a sign on it. The sign doesn't exist anymore. The sign probably was like, do not back yeah. into me, so, shift into drive. So like your student brain was probably like, they're having a big meeting about this. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do to me? How much <laughs> Considering is expulsion. Okay, so <laughs> what the meeting looked like is me, Mr. Hannon, and our CFO, Mr. DeFeefer, like, like I went and told them, we all just started laughing. First of all. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so then we went out there and it's like, you know, I mean, pretty much it ended with us just sort of like trying our best to bend it back. <laughs> and I think I wrote you some official email of like, you know, anyway, anyway, I love that story. So, was, um, yeah. okay, let's get back to, uh, to theater. So it was Claire Bassett that made you try out and you, you were humble. You didn't share the roles that you've had. I did not. I mean, I, gosh, I don't know if I can name them all. I mean, I know you, Gast, we'll test you. Gaston, yep. most recently Gaston, mm-hmm. in one of my favorite shows of all time. I would have to agree with you. The Amazing Pirate and Peter and the Starcatcher. Yep. That was hysterical. That was Okay, oh, you're going to have to, yeah, I, gotta, I can't remember what, what all the shows are that we did. What did all we do? Good. What was the musical we did before Beauty and the Beast? Um, the musical? Yeah. Uh, that would have been 42nd Street. And you were... Uh, Julian Marsh, that's the director. Right, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love interest. Yes, yes. That's very true. Okay. Good. Uh, okay. That was, and, that was a fun time. And, and you, you ended up doing what? 10 shows. Do I have that right? Did you oh, do gosh. all the summer shows? Yeah, I did. I, okay. I, everything after the freshman spring musical I did, there is a, uh, ceramic plate I got from, uh, Corsaro on my last show. Uh, every senior got it with like a list of okay. every show. Cool. Mine was like running onto like the lid of the plate. So <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a lot. Uh, I could sit here. It probably would take me thirty minutes. To be like, oh wait. yeah, we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and and you even said it kind of came to define your experience here. Yeah. And it, and you, if I put words into your mouth, I mean, I it, you found a home there. I did really, which I think you were struggling a bit to find. Yeah. And I, I note that because. Um, I think there's a little bit of a perception sometimes among some people that Santa Fe is like a sports school. And if you don't do sports, right. it might be hard. Uh, true, false, give me the honest scoop on that. You know, I might have to say a little bit of both. Okay. And, and here's why. I would say that when you say sports school, a lot of people immediately imagine like, kind of what you were about to reference there, which is like, if you don't do sports, you're an outcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like. And that is where I would disagree with you. You know, you are welcome to explore whatever avenues you want to here. Um, and that's the beauty of it. You don't, have, you don't have to do sports. I know plenty of people in my grade who didn't. That being said, I would highly encourage that you do. <laughs> Even as like a born and bred theater kid myself, I did so many sports. It it would be difficult to find one that I haven't done at some yeah. time in, uh, in my time here at SFC. Um, and it was, again, one of the best experiences of my life, you know? And I can't tell you that you would get that experience anywhere else but here, you know? Yeah. I am welcome to do both theater and sports. I'm welcome to do whatever I may feel called to be. I played rugby for a year. Awesome. Um, my mother has assured me I will never be playing again, <laughs> but I got to do it. Yep. And it was so much fun. Yeah. And so I would say you are heavily encouraged to do so, but not in a judgmental, like, oh, you need to to get friends, but in like a, I promise you, you will not regret it. The growth that you will have, both physically and emotionally, is unmistakable. Yeah. So. Awesome. I love that answer. I, I do think um, 
the the group, like the theater, the home that that is created. Mr. Corsaro does an amazing job of that. Yes, it's just one of the best groups on campus. Absolutely, like, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, so aside from Claire begging you, <laughs> what made you jump into that world? Well, um, it was always my dream as a kid to be an actor. Actually, it started off as comedian. Uh, and then I realized, like, back in middle school, I actually had horrendous stage fright. And, you know... Really? You wouldn't believe it. I do not believe you. Because, here's the thing, in theater, sure, you're on stage, but you're pretending to be someone else. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I am fully in another world. Right. I'm guess, not me. As, like, a stand-up comic, it's you. Right. Yeah. You are as you as you can get. If, yeah. and if you ever have footage of, like, um, my homecoming speech... I was shaking up there. Shaking. I mean, wow. complete. you probably could hear it in my voice a little bit. I had no idea. Hey, well, I'm glad, but <laughs> I could. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so stage fright was something that had me uh, for a while, but just something about theater always called out to me. It always seemed like so much fun. Despite being tree number three, I can tell you, I was the hardest working tree number three <laughs> that you could possibly get out there. You know, I, I, I did have fun, and I did really enjoy it. Um, so I was just like, you know... I might be able to have fun here, and if I don't, worst that happens is I get to hang out with Claire and some yeah. other cool people that I know. Some of the uh, senior football guys were also doing yeah, it, and were right. so stoked to have me there. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? There is no negative outcome from this. Yeah, and it turned out it was actually very yeah. positive. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what would you say was the hardest part of your time at Santa Fe? You know, I did not have the greatest um, self-image and, like, confidence, you know? I was not a super um, confident kid, you know? I I did struggle a lot with feeling like I fit in socially, you know? And part of that was self-inflicted because, you know, as a result of those feelings, I wouldn't really go out of my way to do anything, yeah. you know? I wouldn't, I wouldn't take advantage of the opportunities I had. Um, but I... I just, I, I wasn't really, didn't really have a ton of friends and it was really keeping me down. And it all started freshman football where I was like, you know, I was, I mean, <laughs> I was not a super active kid entering freshman year. <laughs> I was a little bit bigger. <laughs> um, so you, you were an athlete in progress. I was, yeah. I was for certain. Um, so I was like, you know what? Football is going to be my opportunity. I want to grow. I want to like get big and strong, and I want to like you know be active. I'm I'm going to take this as an opportunity to work on myself, and that's what I entered it as. Um, and boy, did it do that in so many other ways than I could have imagined. Because um, that was when like I don't know if you remember, but the senior guys in football. I am not like I'm not like making this up. They loved me. <laughs> they, <laughs> they had so much fun with me. Um, and I think it's because they saw a little bit of themselves in me back sure. when they were a freshman. You yeah. know, I feel like everyone enters and leaves football a different man, you know? Um, and that was kind of what they saw in me. They saw, like, a kid who was just trying to transform into the best version of himself he could be. And they encouraged that so much. And that was, like, where I started hitting my stride, where I was like, okay, people can like me. Like, there is something I can do. I can, like, I have gifts that God gave me that, like, I can use and like people see that in me, you know, mm -hmm. and, and then I entered theater and it was just the same experience again. Pe like I had people who I could confidently say like loved me and encouraged me, um, and, and drove me to be the best version of myself I could be. And so slowly, but surely like year by year, my confidence started shooting up. My faith started shooting up. You know, I 
started really becoming someone who I think I can be proud of and that I think is the man of God I, you know, wrote about in my journal back when I was in like middle school, like, where do I think I will be in five years? (laughs) You know, like I, I really became who I think was always there, but just who was encouraged to be brought out um, by the community here at SFC. Mm. Yeah, man, there's so many uh, just awesome parts of what you just shared. Um, Like I have to note the beautiful irony of, you know, starting freshman year of like, I'm going to do football because, you know, part of it's like, I want to be more physically fit. Right. And then ending your senior year as Gaston. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) A character known for physical fitness. That's true. That's so true. And, but getting there in a completely different route, right. Mm -hmm. By migrating into the the drama world, the theater world. And, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, okay. I also don't know if I'm allowed to share this. I think you're graduated now. So I'm an open book I'll apologize to your mom. Um, but you mentioned some of the social struggles. I I don't know if she ever told you this, that, uh, there were a couple of points. There's one point in particular. I remember where she called me. Really? Did you know this? Okay. I did not know. She was like, you know, Tanner comes home and talks about how he doesn't have any friends. And I just remember being like, I don't see this at all. Yeah. <laughs> like I see this that guy that everybody loves, but you know, sometimes you don't know what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked a couple times and, um, and then I remember seeing her, uh, a couple months later at when you got elected to the homecoming court Yeah, and just being like, I think he's doing okay. He's maybe a little more like <laughs> than he thinks in his head, but right. like, it's neat that you got to kind of work through that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's so many kids now on campus that have a similar journey. I think it's just the world we're in of, you know, it, all the comparisons and, you know, well, it looks like so-and-so maybe they have more, maybe I don't have a lot of friends. And, um, so your story is just, it's pretty neat and how it, it speaks to all that. And that, yeah, that's going to be a challenge, but like you worked through it. And, and by the end, you know, I mean, you yeah. were Tanner freaking blacking, <laughs> you know, that's right. I, it's interesting because you started here in third grade. Mm-hmm. So in light of that, you know, story about, um, you, you know, even early high school kind of struggling to figure like, feel like you fit in, you know, do I have the right friend group? Am I, and then finding that in particular in the theater world, um, although you have friends in you know many groups, <laughs> right? but, but clearly, you know, Something happened between third grade and ninth grade where things maybe shifted. Mm-hmm. But what's that like being here from third grade all the way through 12th grade? You know, and what advice would you have for a kid who's been here lower middles, maybe starting high school and feels like, because I hear this a lot. Well, I already know everybody. Yeah. You I know, know. Uh, what would you say to that? Well, listen, there was a time where I said that myself. And I mean, let me tell you, like, <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, you don't know how wrong that is. You know, you yeah. can spend all these years with someone and still you think you have a read on them. You don't. Yeah. Human and beings, they're changing too, right? Right, they're, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if someone thought they knew me from who I was in third grade, like, yeah. I'd be mortified, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all changing so much. But, like, that that is a thought that I had, you know? And that's, that's part of the reason I think I had the struggle I did was because, like, I was like, oh, well, I already tried being friends with them. That didn't really work out. You know, they've always been popular. That, eh, that's not going to really ha- ever happen. You know, you think like you've exhausted all your options right. here. You know, yeah. there's 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 no one left. Like, it's just kind of something you're cursed with. But like, 
with entering high school and entering those extracurriculars, you end up getting a lot of one-on-one time with these people who you think you've known really well, but like you're seeing them in an entirely different light. You know, you're seeing them dedicate themselves to a common cause and work with you. Mm. Um, that's not an experience that you get a lot, you yeah. know, especially in a school environment. Um, there are like, I mean, Evan Ashman, right? Yeah. I have known this kid since I was in kindergarten. We went to the we went to the same kindergarten through uh, second grade okay. together, and then we went to SFC together. So right? you both were new to SFC as third graders. Right. Okay, yeah. And were you good buddies that whole way through? No. Okay. <laughs> no. We yeah. were arch nemeses. In oh wow! Actually, oh, yeah. You okay. would not believe what, like it. Fighting over times. was it a girl? Was it like the proper way to tie a shoe? <laughs> no, not quite at what? that point. Okay. Um, I had a pledge of allegiance competition with with him. Wow. Where we tried to see which one of us could say it louder. Um, and our teacher found out about that pretty okay. quickly. So they, so they sent us outside. Did he, did, did he rat you out? Is that the source of the... <laughs> totally. Okay. He did that all the time. Ashman. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ashman. Wow. <laughs> um, but no, that was that's someone who it's like, I have known him basically my life. Yeah. And yet I find new things out about him almost every day. And at some point, I think really through theater, and he might have been later mm-hmm. to theater than you or maybe, maybe around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen... I take full credit for him. <laughs> I, I had been um, really, really, I basically was begging him yeah. to do theater mm-hmm. for a time there. Um, because especially at that time, like Evan was someone who I was really starting to get to know super well, that we were starting to get to classes right. together. As, was, as a sophomore, as right? with a kid that no, you'd known since kindergarten. Like, yeah. This was when I think our friendship was really hitting its stride. And so I was like, I think, like, I mean, you know Evan. He is one of the most like exuberant personalities oh, yeah. out there. Awesome. He belonged there, you know. Yeah. So oh, he was I, a great Lumiere, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And an amazing flirt. Oh yes, with, in talented. The show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, I ended up passing on what Claire did to me. I ended up begging him, and I am so glad I got him to um, do yeah. it with me. That was a gift. But again, you wouldn't have started high school thinking, you know, one of my two or three best friends when I graduate high school is going to be Evan Ashman. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't so, think so. It's just, it's it, it, it's a good message for, you know, our kids who've been here for a while about things change, you yeah, know, it's so much. and not everything is fixed all the time. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I made friends with so many people who I have known for a long time, but I didn't actually know. Yeah. So like, you, you don't, you don't know what you yeah. don't know. Give yeah. it a try. Yeah, seriously. Um, let's talk about faith a little bit, because yeah. you, you've brought this up on your own mm-hmm. uh, a bunch, um, but what's the impact Santa Fe's had on your faith? That's a pretty broad question. It is. And listen, I could talk about this forever, but I'll try to keep this condensed for you. (laughs) Um, It is something special to be able to not just talk about faith, but be surrounded by it on a day-to-day basis. Um, But I don't want to make it sound like my faith was handed to me on a silver platter. It wasn't, you know? That's, I don't think it should be for anyone. Hmm. Um, and the fact is, these teachers, and I'm not just talking about Bible teachers, teachers in general, were there with me through the highs, through the lows. They helped me struggle through anything I needed to struggle through. They talked to me about anything I needed to talk about. I mean, I found why spiritual mentors in the most unlikely of uh, people, you know what I mean? Like, I like mean, who? Let's name some, let's give some shout outs. Well, okay, all right, all right. Um, I love Mr. Gillette. Yes. I love him. 
he is just such an incredible human being. Um, through football, uh, through math classes, I had him for sixth grade math his first year teaching here. Um, and then I had him again in senior year for AP stats. And what a wonderful, uh, like little book yeah, that was, awesome. you know? Um, and he's just a, such an incredible man. He always talks about like the wonder of God's nature and how you can find it in anything. Like what other school can you say you would talk about God with your stats teacher? Like that, <laughs> like what? Like, um, yeah. And so, he, I mean, he was incredible. Obviously, I have to shout out um, Coach A. Coach uh, A. I mean, that was he. He was the first person who actually really taught me like how to struggle through faith and like ask important questions and and work through it. Um, and then, um, Mr. Robinson, mm-hmm. middle school history. Yes. Um, he is actually back in. I think this was seventh grade retreat where I would confidently actually say that seventh grade retreat is where I took my own step into my faith, you know? Yeah. Because for a long time, you know, you grow up and it's just kind of something that's there. But, like, you have to take that first step. You have to really walk into it, embrace it with open arms, like actually chase after it. And that was when I'd actually say that I started. Um, And it kind of started with, gosh... I wonder if he knows this, honestly, but um, it was at retreat and there was an opportunity where they were like, listen, we're going to let you go out. You can pray on your own. And if you want, ask someone to pray over you. I went to Mr. Robinson. He was like a mentor of mine. And I asked him, like, I really need you to pray over me. I have been struggling and I'm hurting and there's been a lot going on in my life. And I, I just need God right now. And it would mean the world to me if you could pray for that. And he did. And it was, I mean, it was such a beautiful experience. And it meant the world to me. And since that day, it's just been uphill from there, you know. It's yeah. been it's been awesome. And it's been something that I've been able to chase after myself. But if I didn't have people like Mr. Robinson and, and teachers here who who helped me, who talked through things with me, who found a way to wrap everything back to God, you know, and, and show me his beauty and his grace and everything that there is here. Um, that's, I mean, I couldn't have done it without them, you know? And so... You got to you gotta tell Mr. Robinson that story. I do. I actually do. You're so right. I got to get <laughs> I mean, I'll make sure guy. we send him the podcast, but, Good. you know, you got to... T- you, you have until they release the podcast to go tell him. Good point. Okay. <laughs> we'll do. I take that okay. as a challenge. <laughs> and I'm going to shout out Mr. Corsaro because I know yes, he was pretty big for absolutely. you as well. I mean, um, in everything, he oh. really talked about, like, your God-given gifts. And, like, he would always, I mean, his prayers charged me, you know. Yeah. show didn't feel right until it was prayed over, you know. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, man. he was also a wonderful mentor in everything. He's given me some of the greatest advice ever. That's another one where it's like... I mean, just in general, what an incredible um, advice giver Corsaro yeah, is. I, I mean, mean, I go to him for advice. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So incredible. I'm so thankful for him. Yeah, that's good. Uh, he also, of course, created the Mario Kart tournament, which you've been very involved in it over was. the years, including doing doing some, uh, what do we call that, commentating. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, yeah, year. that was fun. Yeah. Now, and how, this year you made it to the finals? Um. Made it to the semis. I think I made it to the semis. Okay. And then I just think, just 
didn't go well. Who'd you, who'd you lose? Was it Bergie that knocked you out or was it, uh, gosh, I think it was actually Duncan. Duncan <laughs> Which Sharks. I'm so proud of because yeah, I told him good. before the match, I was like, I hope you beat me because that would be awesome. Yeah. Is there, is there anything, anyone you can think of that had a surprisingly strong performance in the Mario Kart tournament this year? Oh gosh. <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to tee this up for was, you. It was Giada, right? Well, yeah, but like maybe oh, somebody, oh, um, somebody, the, um, uh, let me think here. Oh, Mr. Siciliano, I mean, that's he did win right. a heat. He did win a heat. <laughs> made it to the you second did. round. You did. And from, from the first place position, I'm just, it was, right. it was a big step you forward. Came, you saw, you conquered. It was a big step forward. I'm proud of you. Okay, couple things before we wrap up. Um, number one, what advice do you have for a student who's starting their ninth grade year at Santa Fe? Be a yes man, you know? That's kind of the advice people will give you going into college too, but I think it's so good. He's like, Open yourself to as many opportunities as you can. And I'm not just talking like go do the show, you know, or go play, but like everything, you know. You will have teachers that will be reaching out to you. Accept it. Take them in. You will have friends who will be reaching out to you. People who might be friends. Yeah, potential friends. Say yes. Be open to it, you know. Do your best to just, just try. Just give me, if you can't give me all four years, if you can't give me a year, Try for like two weeks. That's what I did. I started two weeks. I said, I'm going to pretend to be as confident as I can. (laughs) I'm going to be as outgoing as I possibly can. I'm just going to try to meet people, do things. And that two weeks extended into four years. And now I'm here. And I don't really have to pretend anymore, you know? Um, That's my biggest advice. It's just be there and, and take as much advantage of everything you have because you have a lot, so much. So tell us where you're headed next. Well, I'm heading off to University of San Diego, okay. Cotereros. I am lucky enough to be able to stay in beautiful San Diego. It's a good spot. It's a great spot, right? Yeah. Um, I'm heading into uh, political science because I found out through theater that I like talking a lot yeah. uh, and performing. You know that was my major, too. Really? It I was. actually didn't. Yeah, we should chat about that. Oh, That's I would great. love to. Great for thinking, discussing, debating. Exactly love right. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited to do that. Maybe head off into law. But you know what? I am going wherever God's calling me uh, to go. And I've kind of resigned myself to that. You know, wherever I feel like there is a calling, I will go there. You know? And so I'm just very excited for this new stage of life and uh, to see where it takes me. Well, Tanner, I can't say thank you enough for coming in and uh, just sharing honestly. I I mean, one thing that's a guarantee, anytime I'm in the room with you, I know it's going to be a good time. (laughs) So I I can uh, say the same to you. I appreciate that. Please come back and visit. And, um, you know, we're super proud of you. So appreciate it. I appreciate you. I'm not going anywhere. So I'll be here. (laughs) Well, good. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you for listening or watching us. If this is your first time checking out our Eagle Perspective podcast, please check out our other episodes. Uh, We talk with other alumni. We talk with other staff members, uh, all kinds of topics. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and anywhere else that podcasts are available. You can see our video podcasts on YouTube. Please come check us out again soon.